0: Wow, <laughs> wow, um, what a privilege for me to be here today. Uh, Miriam prayed when we were in the, um, I'm not allowed to say the pit, anyway, the forum, <laughs> that I would be blessed. <laughs> so your prayers were answered, Miriam. <laughs> um, I've known for a while that I had the opportunity to speak today, and uh, John let me know a while ago, and I have been asking God, because uh, I get to speak in a, at a lot of places, obviously, um, God, um, I want you to give me a verse for St. Albans Baptist Church. And um, it was good having, having to notice. And this is the verse that he gave to me. The, the people of God, the, the nation of Israel, um, they have just gone into the promised land. And it's, it's a crucial time in their history. And, and, and the leadership from now on was going to be extra crucial if they were going to thrive as a nation. And we read this. Whenever the Lord gave Israel a leader the Lord would help that leader and would save the people from the enemies as long as that leader lived. The Lord would have mercy on them because they groaned under their suffering and oppression. But when the leader died, the people would return to the old ways and behave worse than the previous generation. They would serve and worship other gods and stubbornly continue their own evil ways. Lord, uh, we believe that you are alive and active. And, And you have given us the scripture together this morning. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Work in the lives of the people in this room that honor and glory would come to your name. I just love the faithfulness of God. That's highlighted in verse 18. Whenever the Lord gave Israel a leader, the Lord would help that leader and would save the people from their enemies. As long as that leader lived, the Lord would have mercy on them. And this was the pattern time and time again for the people of God. In chapter 3 we read, Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord and he sent someone to free them and they had peace for 40 years. A little bit further on we read in Scripture, Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord and he sent someone to free them and the land had peace for 80 years. In chapter 4, Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, and he raised up Deborah. Then the land had peace for 40 years. Chapter 6, when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up Gideon. During Gideon's lifetime, the land enjoyed peace for 40 years. And so on, and so on, and so on. This happened time and time again. God in his goodness And in his graciousness, he raised up a leader that enabled his people to thrive. When St. Albans Baptist Church cried out to the Lord in 1997, he raised up John and Sandra Alp. And they had peace for twenty-five years. You know, I've I've reflected a lot on John's leadership over the last few months, and I I, I haven't been able to help myself but to think of some of the core Baptist foundations. Now, now we're followers of Jesus first, aren't we? We are absolutely. We're followers of Jesus first. But we we belong to this family, and and you just happen to have the national leader of the Baptists here. But but when I've 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 thought of, of John and Sandra, they personify these four things. Baptists love the Bible. It gives us our purpose. It gives us our direction. It tells us how we should live, how we should behave, how we should lead, how we should treat our neighbors. We go back to 1689. The Baptist Confession declares, The Holy Scripture is the all-sufficient, certain, and infallible rule and standard of the knowledge, faith, and obedience that constitute salvation. That's basically what that says up there. Where does this Bible of ours come from? All scripture is God breathed. We didn't make this up. That's why we call it the Word of God. It's the very Word of God to us, it's originated from Him. He has breathed it out for us. And why? Well, the verse says it's useful. For teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hmm. A love for the word of God is something that has marked out John's leadership. Listen to this. Former Baptist national leader. Listen to what he's got to say about this one.
1: Well, hi there, John, Sandra. Well, I just want to pass on my congratulations to you guys for having reached this milestone within your life and your ministry and uh, completed the the long run of service within the Baptist churches. Hey, look, guys, I just really trust that you're going to enjoy this next season in your life. But uh, as you go, I just want to remind you.
0: You see, when, when, when St. Albans Baptist Church cried out to the Lord in 1997, he raised up John Alp. And because John loved the Bible, they had peace for 25 years. Oh, we love the Bible. A second thing Baptists love is Jesus. We're radically sold out to him. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to come with me, you must forget yourself, carry your cross, and follow me. And that's why we have such a commitment to believers' baptism. Well, all that means in 2021 is that we just sold out for Jesus. We want to make the big and the hard decisions for him. The Bible explains that when we go down into the baptism waters, we die to all those things of the past. And when we rise, we rise into fullness in Jesus, and we say, I'm going to live for him now. John Alp epitomizes a life where Jesus is at the centre. got another leader who's going to reflect on this.
2: When I first met John, something struck me about him. And that was that he seemed like a man with a purpose. It was like he was on a mission. And that mission at the time was to help me. <laughs> and so I really appreciated... That John came with wisdom, with a measured approach. That something about John seemed solid. He seemed calm. And I felt like if John was there, everything was going to be okay. And that matters. Because some people, when you're in their presence, it seems like if they're there, you can feel that Christ is there Mm. and to me that is a true disciple, someone that they are there representing Christ and at that time what I needed was someone that could help me out and John was that person. John has stayed the course, John is a true believer, this is a rare quality, something that we are always looking for in each other as Christians. I was so thrilled to meet John and find that here was someone who had stood the test. Here was someone who had kept their testimony. Here was someone who had kept their faith and showed others the way. What an incredible privilege it is to meet people who after so many years still carry a passion and a love for their Redeemer. I want to honour you, John. Mm. I believe that people like you are building our church. Mm. And I think that having you in our movement has been such a blessing. And you are a blessing to many. So you, you, I wish you all the best. I pray that you will never forget that you are a witness and that many people are looking to people like you to show your way.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you see, when, when, when St. Albans Baptist Church cried out to God, he raised up John Alp. And because he was radically sold out for Jesus, they enjoyed peace for 25 years. Oh, Baptists, we, we love the Bible. Oh, we love Jesus. But we have this really weird thing called called church governance. (laughs) (laughs) And and I guess it's it's different from apostolic leadership. You know where one person makes all the decisions. And, And it differs from something like Presbyterianism. You know where there's sort of an inner group and they make all the decisions. But Baptists have this sort of distinctive church governance. And you know what that means in 2021? I love this. I absolutely love this about being Baptist. All that means is that everyone matters. We understand that everyone is fearfully and wonderfully made for the purpose of joining God in his mission on earth. All people are equal when it comes to making decisions regardless of things like ethnicity and gender and education bank balance and postal address and so on everyone matters the regional leader for this region is a guy called Kim Peters this is what he said about John
3: Hi, I'm Kim Peters and I'm the regional leader for Canterbury Western Baptist Association it's a pleasure for me to When I look back at John's ministry over the past 40 years, and in particular the time that I've spent with him over the last 20 or so, there's no doubt in my mind that for John, when it comes to church, everyone matters. I'm saying this because I've always got the feeling that from him, I matter. John's always given me the time to talk over things, whether it's on the phone for a few minutes, or in a cafe for one or two hours, or even just in a moment, in a moment of prayer, uh, he's been there for me, and I'm grateful to him for that. And I've always got that same feeling that everyone matters in our region too, and I think of uh, the advisory board that I've invited him on to, and on our Canberra Western Baptist Association board that he's uh, come and been part of, from time to time. And that mix of listening to each other respectfully and listening to the word of the Holy Spirit uh, through each other in those places, everyone on the team has found John's contribution to be so incredibly wise and helpful. I've also got the feeling, not only personally and not only regionally, but everyone matters beyond our region. Uh, Too, when it comes to John, his understanding of the priesthood of the believers goes beyond me and our region to all of New Zealand. I look back and I think I wonder how he did it, of uh, the amount of time and energy that John has put into the national lead conferences, into Assembly Council, and Henryk uh, prayer Retreat. Just named three very impacting um, national. Um, Involvements that he's got amongst. um, All for the sake of others, he has poured himself out to build others up. People matter to John.
0: When when St. Albans Baptist Church cried out to God, he, he raised up John Alp. And because he valued everyone, the church enjoyed peace for 25 years. We only have one more distinctive. We're nearly there. This is is a good one. This is a good one. Separation of church and state. This is actually going back right to our roots in the 16th, 17th century, when our forefathers pulled us out of the, 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 the state church, the, the Church of England. We, we, we started a, a rejection of, of state religion. We, we like our freedom. We, we get a bit nervous when people tell us how we should worship and how we should serve God. Basically, we don't like people telling us what to do. Well, I love this I love this about being Baptists. We are radicals. And we are radical when it comes to the gospel. We can use our imagination. We can be creative. We can reject the status quo and we have the freedom to do new things. Doesn't John embody that this is this is one of John's mentors. You listen to him.
4: It's good to be able to talk um, to you about John Ellis. So, patient, John, mm. so the last twenty-odd years that he has been at St Alders, I know he's carried that on. And uh, as he leaves, you uh, have completed that ministry. The challenge to you is to make sure that
0: it doesn't go with him, but that's part of the new life for you church. Mm. Mm. So when St Alban's Baptist Church cried out to God. And 1997, he raised up John Alp. And because John loved the Bible, because he was sold out to Jesus, because he valued all people, and because he trusted in the power of the gospel, they enjoyed 25 years of peace. Praise God. Oh, there's another very concerning cycle in these verses. When the leader died, the people would return to the old ways and behave worse than the previous generation. They would serve and worship other gods and stubbornly continue in their old ways. Chapter 3, when Othniel died, once again the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Chapter 4, after he who died, the Israelites once again did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Chapter 6, after Deborah, again Israel did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Chapter 8, no sooner had Gideon died than the Israelites prostituted themselves to other gods. Chapter 10, again the Israelites did evil in the eyes eyes of the Lord. Chapter 13, again, 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 the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. When the influence of God's appointed leader had gone, the people lost their way. They took their eyes off God and their priorities went to the enticements of this world. Verse 17, just before this, reads, But the Israelites paid no attention to their leaders. Israel was unfaithful to the Lord and worshipped other gods. Their fathers had obeyed the Lord's commands, but this new generation soon stopped doing so. But when John and Sandra moved up to Auckland, the people returned to their old ways and they behaved worse than the previous generation. They served and worshipped other gods and stubbornly continued their own evil ways. I believe this is the word that God would have me bring to you today. God says, St. Albans Baptist Church, I love you deeply and you bring me great joy. Continue the legacy started by John and Sandra Alp. St. Albans Baptist Church, continue to be my people who soak yourselves in the scriptures the very word of God to you. Just like John, let the wisdom it contains actively shape your purposes, your priorities, your behavior, your decision-making. Don't be influenced by the clever and persuasive thinking of this world that will make you believe that our Bible is nothing more than archaic and divisive fairy tales. St. Alban's Baptist Church. Continue to be my people who are radically sold out for Jesus, your Saviour. Just like John. Make big decisions for Jesus. Decisions that demand your life, your soul, your all. Don't give the affections of your heart to the things of this world such as comfort and privilege position and fame pay packets and materialism St. Albans Baptist Church continue to be my people who value all people even when it means putting their rights before your own. Don't be influenced by the need to hold the microphone or to have your voice heard so you get your way, so your agenda is met. And God would say St. Albans Baptist Church Continue to be my people who put your trust in the power of the gospel, the very power of God. Like John. Understand that renewal does not come by your might or by your power, but by my spirit. Don't be tempted to put your trust in in the things that this world sees as powerful, like money and education and technology and charisma and clever arguments and so on. This is a, a, a really important time. God has blessed you with, with 25 years. And I believe he is asking St. Albans Baptist Church. Who will rise up? Who will soak themselves in my word? Who will be radically sold out for Jesus? Who's going to make sure that everyone gets looked after? And who's going to maintain... the the confidence and the power of the gospel. I believe this morning that God is inviting you individually and corporately to stand up, especially the emerging generations that are in this room. I think he's asking you, will you stand up and will you say, yes, I will give my life to that? Yeah, John and Sandra, they're moving up to Auckland, but their legacy will continue. There will be another 25 years of peace in this land. so that God would be glorified and that people would come to know Jesus as their Lord and as their Saviour. Can I, can I, I've finished, but I just want to come down here. Um, I, I want to pray. John and Sandra, come and stand up here. I'm going to pray a prayer. If if you want to put up your hand and you want to say, yeah, I will rise up. I want to be one of those people that loves the scripture. I'm going to make the hard decisions for Jesus. I'm going to look after this faith community. I'm going to be committed in the power of the gospel. I'm going to do it. I, I want you to go. As I'm praying, come down and stand around them. Even if you're a guest here today, Yeah, come, come down, come down. Start coming down now if you want. Come down. I am going to do that. I am going to be part of the next twenty-five years. Let's stand them and let's pray and give our lives to the Father and say, "I'm up for the challenge." Come, come on, come on down, family, friends, coming around them and show them that that, that, yeah, there will be peace in this land. Let, Let us pray together. Oh Lord, we bring our praise and our worship to you this morning. It is true. You have no rival, you have no equal. You alone are our God. You alone are the God of St. Albans Baptist Church. Come on, come on down, squeeze on in. There's lots of people who who say who want to put their hand up. Oh Jesus, you are our Lord and Saviour. And we love you deeply. St. Albans Baptist Church, we want you to know how special you are to us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to move amongst us right now. Do your calling work in the lives of the people in this room. Raise up people who will say, I will follow you. I will be the one who proclaims, continues to proclaim that this is the year of the Lord's favour. In this room, raise up people, Father, who will say, yes, I will join God in his mission of setting the oppressed free. Oh, Lord, pour out your blessing upon the church here at St. Albans Baptist. They've been so faithful to you for so many years. And I ask that that you would pour out your blessing upon them. Lord, please honour them for the way they have honoured you with their lives. Lord, Lord, mediocrity is not good enough for this church. we ask that you would do significant things amongst them so that there would be honour and glory to your name. And we look expectantly to you and to how you will move amongst us. We give our lives to you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. May God bless his Jews.
5: If we can if if we can if we can find a seat. Hello, hello. Can you hear it? Okay. Awesome. We're just about at a close, friends, so we're gonna invite John and Sandra to come back up on the stage. um Come on. So, as we, as we release John and Sandra, John loves fire tunnels. So, Mr. Church, you were told this uh, last week. So, if we can arrange for a, a blessing tunnel to start from here and sort of as far as close as we can get out to the cafe, that we can send them down. And as they walk through, just, just proclaim blessing on them or whatever you feel that the Holy Spirit is leading you to pray over them. And, and let's be a real blessing to them. Uh, when we're in the cafe, there'll be a time for, of an open mic that people can actually just, if they've got a word or they've got an encouragement or they've got something that they'd love to say to John and Sandra, there'll be a time for doing that in the cafe. So come on, church, let's not just be idle. Let's get in and let's make this tunnel work.